The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal that gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Two thousand twenty two has been a busy year for mergers and acquisitions, and even more are expected in the fourth quarter. The latest happened last week be- between Movement Mortgage and Mortgage Network. Welcome to the principal. I'm Christine Stewart, editorial director of the Mortgage News Network. And today I'm joined by Dave Krzyzewski, editor of National Mortgage Professional Magazine. Hi, Dave. Hey, Christine. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. Um, so tell me more about this most recent uh, merger or acquisition, actually, by uh, Movement Mortgage. Yeah, Movement Mortgage is based in South Carolina. And I guess they have always had uh, a desire to expand up the East Coast. And they found a perfect way to do it for them. They've, you know, more, Movement Mortgage is the sixth largest real estate um, retail mortgage lender in the country. Uh, but they acquired uh, Mortgage Network, which is based in uh, Massachusetts, uh, and this allows them to significantly boost uh, their locations and the amount of the volume of, of originations so they'll be doing. what are we talking about as far as volume is concerned? Uh, well, Movement said that the transaction is expected to add $2 billion to their annual mortgage loan volume, which is already above $30 billion. So it's it's not a huge boost, but it's a boost. And again, it gives them a foothold up the East Coast and especially in the Northeast. Do we know anything about how many employees yet? You know, um, obviously, when when companies merge, um, you know, there's there's a need for fewer employees at at one company, usually the um, company that is doing the acquiring. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it, it, what usually happens is. In a situation like this, you've got retail branches, and there's probably not a lot of overlap. So the folks in the retail branches are probably safe. It's more likely that the back office type people, you know, in accounting or HR, that kind of thing, I, you know, in, information technology, they may have some redundancies there. What Movement said was that they expect uh, to retain all of Mortgage Network staff across the acquired branch network. So, yeah, they're keeping them at the branches. They didn't say anything about the back office people. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.anymortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.anymortgageexpo.com. Okay. Um, so back office people probably have their their resumes out there. Um, you know, uh, earlier this year, I spoke with um, Garth Graham of, of Stratmore Group. Um, and he said this year was, you know, basically a, a record year for um, mergers and acquisitions. So why are we seeing that? Well, again, 
it's there's a number of reasons. Uh, maybe this is the one of the better examples. Here's a company that wanted to expand on the East Coast, but given the economic climate, they weren't going to open their own branches and create their own brick and mortar spaces. Instead, they found a company that was a good fit, one that didn't have a lot of overlap, and one that they could kind of merge into their system. And then it's just a rebranding issue. And they've just acquired all these new offices and all these new people to staff them in a, in a fairly easy manner. Uh, and, you know, that's one reason why companies merge. Another is, it, or, or in some cases, sell off what they're doing. Because, you know, in, in other cases, you know, like, for example, we had Angel Oak, which sold off its retail business. We had Finance of America, which is selling its retail unit. They're selling them because they want to focus on something else. And they're looking for a partner who will take on that business that they don't want to do anymore. Okay. And so um, with retail, obviously, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, it's a purchase market right now. So um, right. do we know what the division was between, you know, purchase and refi with, with any of uh, Movement Mortgage or, uh, or Mortgage know, Network? I, I don't think we do. Um, you know, they, I think ultimately for them, the, the retail business is what they're focusing on. And that's why they acquired Mortgage Network. So it's a good fit. It's, it's just made a really good fit. And, you know, it, it's again, it's an easy rebranding kind of thing. Um, where they you know don't have to create any brick and or fine brick and mortar space, lease it, fill it with desks and phones and all that <laughs> well, stuff. Yeah, and even you know, in speaking with Garth Graham, who was like, you know, you don't really necessarily want to go through the regulatory or licensing hoops again. The, right. You know, this company, all of them are already licensed and, and that's right regulated, and they have everything that they they need. There's not a lot of need to do any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mortgage Network is licensed in 27 states. Okay. Uh, Movement Mortgage is already licensed in all 50 states. So that wasn't really an issue as far as being able to operate there. They already had the licenses to do that. But you're right. They added people who they don't have to tr probably don't have to train much, uh, don't have to get licenses for because they already have them. Okay. And do you think that we're going to see a lot more of this um, as, as we close out the year here? Well, you know, it's always interesting. You were ending the fourth quarter. Uh, we just went through essentially the earnings season for the, the mortgage industry. Uh, there were a lot of really nasty reports out there. Business is way down. Refis are way down. Uh, purchase is down, but it's, you know, they're, they're clinging by their fingernails. Uh, but yeah, there's, you know, the question becomes, is there enough business for everybody to go around? And when you've got companies like UWM and Rocket doing, you know, pricing wars, uh, it, there's going to be some losers here. And so there's going to be more opportunities for, uh, to acquire properties or for mergers to try to hang on there. And there'll be some companies that'll just get out of the business altogether, uh, which will leave more business for everybody else. Well, thanks so much for your insight. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Here are your headlines for today, November 14th. 
With mortgage rates rising to their highest level in more than two decades, the overall volume of rate locks fell more than 14% in October. They're now down to 30% over the past three months and are 61% below last year's level. And that's according to Black Knight. The chief economist for the National Association of Realtors believes that elevated mortgage rates and declining sales, combined with a severely limited inventory, will prevent large price drops in the housing market nationwide in 2023. With mortgage rates climbing this year at an unprecedented rate from 3% in January to around 7% in October before, before falling last week, the resulting downturn in the housing market has had a significant effect on the nation's overall economic performance. The Federal Housing Finance Agency has announced new multifamily loan purchase caps for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac for 2023. The caps will be $75 billion for each GSA for a combined total of $150 billion to support the multifamily market. This has been The Principle, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.